Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I'm your husband, NGM Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. How are you doing, my darling? I am okay. I have a bit of a headache, so that means nothing, because I will yell just as much and I'll be just as this. I'll just be the same. I just might complain intermittently about Mm -hmm. my headache. Mm -hmm. Is that different than other other times okay smarty all right all right you can all right calm down calm down um i'm very excited about this because this is the first time that one that sound has ever passed out but two also that any of my characters have ever passed out i'm very excited about how this will work so you had four hp yeah yeah i did so that was my question does this count as a rest do I sleep? Am I sleeping? Yeah. Yeah, I think you can count this as a so rest. So can I... So then do I do the special move recover? Where I do nothing but rest in comfort and safety? Mm, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, here's a really important question for me. Okay. Can I count this as making camp? Yes. Score, I get to level up! Okay, yeah, you needed to level up? Yeah. Okay. But it only I can only level up if I'm making camp. Okay, yes. This so if, will this count counts, as... if this counts as making camp, um, leveling up. Woot. Okay, what are you taking? Um, okay, so I'm going to increase my constitution by one, which actually increases my HP. Um, That's probably I, a good call. I want to start leveling up my constitution. Mm-hmm. So my max HP now is um, 19. Um, okay, and now the move that I'm going to make, which is the important bit. I'm going to pick Duelist Parry. When you hack and slash, I take plus one armor forward. Ooh, awesome. Cool. So that only works when I'm hacking and slashing. So when I'm initiating a move or attacking, but um, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do a little little plus one down here so that I can kind of remember that I have that. Yeah, a conditional. Yeah, a conditional plus one. Um, Okay, I'm good. Cool. Awesome. So when we last left off, Sal had... Barged in on an attempted execution. Yes. Wrecked the whole place. Yes. Uh, very along good at that. with some new friends. Yep. And rescued uh, the Knoll, who was being held captive by yep. these chasers. Yep. The fight went pretty intense. You killed two men, I think. Yeah, I think uh, that's right. And I seriously injured more. Yes. Uh, I'm very good at seriously seriously injuring people. And then got. Uh, as you were losing consciousness, you got pushed off the stage uh, and were being shoved by uh, this girl who you had met and this uh, Goliath and the fires burning behind you as you slowly lost consciousness. Yes. When you open your eyes, you are in the tall grass, running. The blades brush past your face, fill your nose with pollen. You're running on all fours through the steppe, your sisters around you howling and yipping. There's someone strange here. You can smell them, and soon you see above the grass a figure clad in burning armor. Is this the exact same dream I had before? Your eyes flutter open. There's yelling and the smell of fire. You're being carried, um, and I think for a brief second you can make out that Goliath carrying you. Mm -hmm. And above you the city opens into a black sky. You're looking for the moon when faintness takes you again. You are standing in the steppe, glowing like a torch. There is no moon here. The sky is hungry for one. Around you, the grasses part as a pack of wild dogs run through the golden sea. 
A rumbling begins behind you, low and furious. It fills your chest until it feels like it was always there, between your heart and your lungs, and you turn to find that jackal, horrible and mad, towering above you. You reach out for your sword, but it is gone, and that slavering, rumbling skull full of teeth comes crashing down upon you. When you wake up, you are in Omen and Marshiri's home, in the back room where you slept once. You can hear talking in the front of the house. Your body is sore, and you are aching, and you are bandaged mm-hmm. from your wounds, and laying in... What did we say you slept on last time you were at Omen and Marshiri's? It wasn't an actual bed. I think it was like a pile of like rags and hay. We can make it a pile of rags and hay because I don't remember. I didn't bother to go check and re-listen to the episode. So, retcon, pile of rags and hay. Yeah, I think it's like a very makeshift bed because I don't think gnolls typically sleep in like on like mattresses. Right. I think they sleep in like comfortable piles. Yeah. Um, and I think they might have like nicer things, like things that are actually like made for sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like and old-timey kind of- mattresses. They were just kind of like giant large pillow sack things yeah. that you would kind of fill with stuff. Yeah, but I think yours is very makeshift. Yeah. Yours is the guest bed, and it's very literally like <laughs> a pile blankets, of like a yeah. pile of blankets. Which sounds wonderful, actually, right now. It does sound kind of nice right now. And you're in that room that is uh, full of knickknacks and oddities and strange things, uh, and your body is sore, and uh, you can hear speaking from the front of the house. Can I tell what time of day it is? Or night? I think there is light pouring through a window. Okay. I kind of groan and just go, uh, coffee. <laughs> I love that Sal loves coffee because you hate coffee. I don't like coffee at all. And I love coffee. I know. I don't like coffee at all, but I recognize that normal people like coffee. Okay, here's the truth. I don't not like coffee at all. I enjoy coffee ice cream. I enjoy the smell of coffee. Mm-hmm. I enjoy coffee candy. Have you ever had coffee, like coffee toffee candy? Yes. It's delicious. It's very good. I do not like hot beverages, which makes me crazy. I know. But Sal is, I think, a sort of normal person. So she goes, uh, coffee. And I think... That's the normal thing someone does after right, they well, almost die. Well, here's the thing. I think that Sal is, like, a little bit like, I almost died. People should be serving me. So I think she just gets a little louder. <laughs> okay. Like, she keeps repeating it until somebody comes. She's just like, uh, coffee. <laughs> and then until someone comes, ah, coffee. So whiny. Yeah, I think she's very whiny right now. Uh, okay, I don't think you... Also, that yelling. Um, I don't <laughs> think you have to yell very loud before that talking in the front stops. And you see... I think Marshiri opens the door. Mm-hmm. And Marshiri is Omen's older sister. Okay. She, I think she looks in and she goes, You're awake. Are you... What are you... What are you... Are you okay? Uh, co- coffee. Uh... <laughs> She smiles and she goes, okay, I will get you some coffee. And then Sal breaks out into the biggest grin and then immediately like shows a face of pain because her <laughs> whole body hurts and goes, oh, thank you. Actually, I think Marcia is not going to get you coffee. She yells back to the front. She goes, oh, men, get her coffee. And he groans and complains. Um, but you hear like a chair move um, and someone start walking around. Mm-hmm. And I think Marshiri comes in, and after a few moments, their mom comes in. 
And if you remember, uh, their mom is just an older Noel uh, woman who has, like, one bad eye. Both Marshiri and her mother, like, wear, like, gold jewelry, gold bangles. But especially um, their mother uh, is, like, well-dressed, well-kept, aside from the scar on her face. And uh, kind of in maybe a surprising way for, like, what you would have expected from Corpse Town. Mm -hmm. Not just from how other people talk about Corpse Town, but, like... From what I've seen. From what you've seen of yeah. Corpse Town. But uh, Marshiri comes in and she she lets her mom in. And her mom, I think she like reaches down. I think she like puts a paw on your ha- on your Aww. like head. And she goes, uh, how are you? I don't think I can answer that until I have some coffee. Okay, she smiles and she goes, that sounds fine. <laughs> that sounds good. You didn't, you weren't in terrible shape when you got here obviously not good shape but i i was never worried for you uh i for your soul i, I was i was worried <laughs> for my soul i really need coffee like right now <laughs> she uh she laughs and she's because she says omen will bring you coffee in a moment oh thank you thank you thank you i think she says uh i do ask her i might make more sense later after I have coffee, but I I I woke up in your house and I don't understand how I woke up in your house. She says, Mithna Jamiri brought you to me and that doesn't mean anything to you no. right now. No. That is Abavin's matriarch and Abavin is the knoll that you saved. There, that name sounds right. There was a lot happening. Um, you could say that again. Luckily, uh, Abavin's matriarch was able to find me and, and knew that I knew you. Are are you Omen's matriarch? I'm Omen's mother and his matriarch. So is this person not the mother? She um She smiles and she goes... We can talk about Knowles later. Okay, yeah. Okay, um, please. Yes, please. I would like to go find Myth Najamiri and tell her that you're awake because both she and Abovin would like to speak to you. Uh, in the meantime... Oh, am I in trouble? She hasn't had coffee yet. Remember that she hasn't had coffee yet. So she's not thinking rationally. She goes, no, dear, you're not in trouble. Okay. Um, Although I fear we all might be very soon. Um, And she gets up and she walks out of the room. And I think Marshiri follows her because I don't think their mom's going to go run errands. I think she's going to make Marshiri go yeah, run errands. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, and you're left alone for a few minutes. Um, is there anything you want to do in this room? Actually, why don't... So, here's the thing. Of... Diana would love to, like, explore a little and get up and move, but I don't think that sound would. I think, like, the character that I've created doesn't do anything until she has her coffee, and she hasn't had her coffee yet. Alright, fair. Maybe I look around. Okay. Maybe I just kind of, like, move my head slightly yeah, from side why, to side. Why don't you discern realities? Okay. I don't think you're so sore that you can't, like... No, it's not even about being sore. It's, like, sound doesn't do things until she has her coffee. I see. And she's sore, and she almost died saving someone, so she is going to milk this for as long as she can. I understand. 
I rolled a seven, just a nat seven. So then I add my wisdom, which keeps it at a seven. So I ask one question. What should I be on the lookout for? You are looking around this room and it has all sorts of, of oddities that I think are very attractive to Sal because Sal loves stories so much. Yes. And these are artifacts of Knoll culture. And there's all kinds of things here that you can just barely understand. There's like a, uh, I think there's like the dried claw of some reptilian animal. I think there is a brass plate that has some language carved into it in circular mm -hmm. patterns. I think there is a, uh, a small like sheet of canvas painted with um, moons and stars and rainbow colored shapes. Do I recognize anything? Uh, no. Okay. But one thing you see that I think particularly catches your attention is this bronze statuette mm -hmm. of a knoll woman who is clad in armor. Mm-hmm. And... <gasps> okay. Keep going. I'm excited. <laughs> and she holds in her hand a oddly shaped halberd or an oddly shaped polearm. Okay. I'm excited. I'm waiting for Omen to, one, bring me my damn coffee. It has been long enough. Okay. Bring me my damn coffee. And also, I need him to answer my questions. Okay. Uh, and after a few moments, Omen walks in, um, and he has a, a tin tray with some uh, with some, with some cups mm -hmm. and uh, a carafe full of coffee. And he pours you the coffee, and he hands it to you. I look at him, and I smile, and I have sparkles in my eyes. <laughs> and um, I go, oh, you are my savior. Thank you. And I do that thing that they do in commercials when you get a cup of coffee. I hunch my shoulders. I curve into it. I smell it. And I hold it with two hands. And I drink it. Yeah, that is like the... The, the, the quintessential like... coffee commercial. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I consume my coffee. Right. Nom, nom, nom. Now yeah. I can be a person. And I invite him to have coffee as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. There were two cups. Well, I know. <laughs> but he didn't. He, I, you only described him pouring me a cup. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that he was also having a cup. Yeah. I think, actually, okay. Uh, yeah. I think as you're drinking, he doesn't pour himself a cup. He just kind of watches you drink and he like scratches at his ear. And he goes, uh, I uh, can't believe you took on a whole, like another whole group of them. Why? I think he had a voice, and I don't remember it. He goes, um, well, because the last time you did it, you got stabbed when you were with me. But I also did some stabbing. Don't forget, I did some slashing and some hacking. He goes, yeah, I guess I'm just surprised that, I don't know, are I guess I shouldn't be. Are you surprised that someone did something nice? Because I feel like I do nice things for you all the time. I'm surprised that someone not from Corpstown helped a bunch of folk from Corpstown and a knoll at that. Uh, and then he, he does, he picks up his cup and he pours himself a cup of coffee. Um, he goes, it's just not often that we get help. He goes, what were you doing in that area anyway? I was actually coming to you, so this. And then I take my mug and I force it on him. I do a cheers. I like... Okay. Clink his cup. Yeah, and he go, clinks it. And I go, I was on my way to you. Clink. 
It was good luck. Yes, I. Well, yeah, I guess it was good luck. I don't know if the others could have gone to Ebavin without you. Afonso said she was going to try to sneak and get Ebavin off the stage, but it sounded like you just charged it. I tried a different way, but they weren't having it, so I, you know, did what I do best. I just want to flash. It when you say that, we flash back very quickly to you trying to flirtily saunter up to the chaser guards. While dragging my sword. While dragging your sword sexily. Yes. And him just not buying it. In a sexy fashion. Hey, sir. At which point. No? Okay. Those are sword noises, by the way. Okay, those are good sword noises. No, they're just Fs. I don't know what a sword. Whoosh. 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 I don't know what a good sword noise is when I'm just, like, moving it. Whoosh, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not good at onomatopoeia. But is that onomatopoeia? That's not yes, onom- is yes, that onom- that's onomatopoeia. Okay. I'm sorry. I was trying to think about <laughs> the game that we're playing. I'm sorry. Um, but you are right. That is onomatopoeia. I should probably stop drinking my drink. <laughs> Wait, what are you drinking right now? Nothing. Are you drinking a gin and tonic? No. I thought that was water. <laughs> No, foolish man. I don't drink water. I'm fine. We can. I'm fine. We can do this. You've been. Oh my goodness. We can. We can do this. I'll put it far, far away from me, and I'll switch for the seltzer. (laughs) We're good. I'm good. We can do this. You know, I have a no alcohol rule at my table. I know. I know. But I needed to finish my drink. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I degraded. Is that the word? Degrade? Dis- degraded. I don't know. I was rude to your table, no, and I'm very fine. sorry. You're fine. Okay. So Omen takes a sip, um, and he goes, those things I said Abavin did, I did those things. Oh, no, you didn't do them. I did them. I did those things. They, t- they said that he robbed a fruit stand um, and ran from the guards. That was me. That was when we met. Yeah, I know. And they would have executed me for that, but they didn't even care that it wasn't me. They just wanted to kill a kid. Yeah. But to be fair, they were also going to execute him for slashing one of the guards, and I could not, could not let that happen. I did that. If someone's going to get executed, it will be me. I did it. They don't get to take credit and just throw it to whoever they want. I ruined that guy's body, and I will take my damn credit for ruining that guy's body. You also then killed that guy. I did. I did then kill that guy. Um, Yeah, I think Omen, I think you kind of see his, like, ears fold down, and he goes, uh, I just don't, I don't understand how they work. I have a friend who's in the guard, and I had a pretty recent conversation with him, and he also doesn't understand how and why things are happening right now the way that they are. You're not alone in this. It's a few people. I'm willing to bet that it is a few people who are in positions of power and are able to manipulate others. I don't think this is everyone, and it's certainly not all of the guard. It's at least, it's not my friend who seems genuinely concerned about what's going on. He nods and he goes, it's good to know that, I guess, someone out there cares um i care and then i do that really gentle like 
arm squeeze. I like put my hand on his arm and squeeze, mm-hmm. and then I go back. I return to my coffee. All right. Uh, like a you know a show yeah. of friendship. Yeah. Um, I think he also returns to his coffee. Also, listeners, maybe not a show of friendship. Who knows? Ooh. We'll see. We'll see where the story takes us. But it, it, but it is intended as a. I'm just saying it's intended <laughs> as a as a okay. form of friendship. All right. So I think he kind of goes back to his coffee and he's he's just uh, he drinks it in silence. Did you want to ask him a question? I think we chit chat for a little bit because we just talked about something really heavy, and mm-hmm. I don't want to make it seem like I'm kind of just using him for conversation or topics or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just chit chat a little bit, and maybe I ask him, you know, how's your mom been? How's your sister? Like, what have you been up to? Because it's been like a day and a half. Yeah, I guess it I don't has know. only been like two days. I don't know how time works anymore because we will record like seven of these sessions and only a day will or two hours will have yeah. passed. So <laughs> I sometimes forget. But, you know, I just, you know, ask him what he's up to. And then I go, hey, I, so, you know, when I was in my delirious pre-coffee state, I noticed this statue. T- this, this is beautiful. Tell me about it. He looks at it and he goes, oh, that that's a that's an old statue of this uh, goddess that Knowles used to worship way before my mom. Um, her name's, I think it's uh, Amlun Arakan? I'm sorry. How old is your mom for you to say way before my mom? Oh, I just mean like, this is like, she's like long dead. Okay. Is what I mean. She's not like, my mom's not like crazy old. Okay. I just... Well, I mean, I, like, I know very little about an old culture. I don't know. Your mom could be 700 years old. Oh, no. She's, like, mom age. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I think okay. we chuckle. We do. We do this thing. Okay. Where we chuckle. But, yeah, that, I, I'm pretty sure that her name was Amlun uh, Arakan. Okay. To be honest, I don't really know. We don't really um, do much for her anymore because she stopped answering anybody. So we don't really know what happened. So you guys would, like, pray to her? Yeah. Well, I think there used to be three. And I don't know what happened to them. I just know that we don't pray to them anymore. Well, I'm, like, super, super interested in this now. He goes, why? I don't... She's long dead. I don't know, man. You don't think that's just, like, beautiful? I just would like to find out more information. Could Do you think your mom could answer some, like, why is she, you know, dressed the way she is, and why is she holding that? Like, I, I just have, I just have questions. I think it's beautiful. I kind of, I kind of want to charisma him into answering. So I think, so I said she was holding an unusual polearm. Yes. The unusual polearm she's holding is a Biden. Ah, you were trying to get me to have a Biden. I was trying to get you to have a Trident. No, I thought you. Oh, you were right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Because it's silly outside of water. A Trident is silly outside of water. Yes. I mean, kind of, I guess. But a Biden. Okay, so she's holding a Biden. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I say the things that I said. Like, you know, I think that's just really interesting. Like, why is she holding that? Why is she dressed the way she is? I just I just find that so interesting. Okay. He goes, I, I mean, I don't know. She was... I... I beats me. She's... Hmm. I might ask your mom about it. This is just a bunch of old stuff that my mom still holds on to from, like... I don't know. I think it's been passed down for, like, ever. Well, that's cool. So who gets it, like, you know, in a million years when your mom's gone? Uh, probably Marshiri will get it once she becomes the next matriarch. Cool. He shrugs. Because I guess. So what happens to you? Explain this matriarch thing, because I don't really know uh, how this works. He goes, Knowles have 
packs, and those packs are led by a matriarch. We don't really worry too much about families, except for maybe the matriarch's family might matter, but... So who's in your pack? Uh, well, there's my mom, there's Marshiri. Are you going to make me list off a whole bunch no, of Null names? Because no, no. I will. I have a list no, of possible Null names. You don't have to give me a, a list of Null names, but are there other Nulls that I haven't met that are a part of this? Or is their clan just happening to be their immediate family? Uh, no, no. There's there's other Nulls in their pack. Okay. He, oh, I called it a clan. I'm sorry. Pack. Yeah. But Marshiri and Omen live with... The matriarch. Their, yeah. The, Who the happens clan's to be their matri- Or the pack's matriarch. Who right. happens to also be their biological mother. Okay. So the matriarch that I'm meeting later today, mm-hmm. she's not, she's not Abavin's mom. She's not his biological mother, no. But she is the, she is the pack's matriarch. Matriarch. Yeah. All right, cool. So she's kind of like the mom of the pack. But not necessarily his biological mom. Yeah. Got it. Is she scary? She sounds scary. No, she's nice, I guess. She's going to be real thankful that you saved Abavin. Okay, cool. I can deal with that. She's a little meaner than my mom, I think, but... I can deal I with know. thankful. I'm sure she'll be nice to you. Here's the thing. It's like 50-50 when I meet new people. Either they want to kill me, or they're really nice to me. So I, if I could just get like a like a heads up before I meet someone, it would just make my life a little bit easier. And then she takes a sip of coffee. He goes, uh, yeah, I mean, I you saved Abovin. I can't... I don't know why she would be mad at you. I did kill and stab a whole bunch of people. As she takes a sip of her coffee. All right. Uh, is there any other conversation you want to have with Omen? No, I think we just chit-chat a little. Because, you know, he's like, I consider him a friend. Sound. Okay. I consider him a friend. So, you know, we just chit-chat. Okay. Get to know each other a little bit because we don't know each other that great. Mm-hmm. We only have met, like, once. That's true. And I stayed with him because I'm crazy <laughs> and I stay with strangers. But, you know, just find out more about him. Okay. Well, is there anything specific you want to know about him? Um, here's the problem. I know that I've already chit-chatted with him. I cannot remember what questions I have already asked. <laughs> so I think, you know, I just like, so what do you do with your friends? Like, how do you hang? Where do you work? What's your life goals? Where do you want to be in 10 years? You know, the first date questions, but that are mm-hmm. also like getting to know you questions. Yeah. Do you ask? I think I, I ask. ask I think if I do. You ask I, on first dates where you're going to be in ten years, but then I remember that we are married. Yeah, and you probably don't. Ask, I hope you don't ask a lot of first date questions. I don't. But if you will remember back when don't, we don't, first don't. started dating, I was like, "Hey, if you don't plan on marrying, this is like day one of dating him." I was like, "If you don't plan on marrying me, you should just break up with me now." Yeah, you. Yeah. I was crazy, yeah, so I don't think you. Forward. Could, I mean, was I forward or was I nuts? Forward. That's a really pleasant way. That's, this is why I married you. You're so nice to me. You're so nice to me. I was crazy. Um, but I think I ask him those questions exactly the way I just presented them. Like one after another without giving him a chance to answer. Okay. I think you learn about Omen that Omen is... What do you do with your friends? He... Is number one. What kind of job do you have? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Where do you I... see yourself in 10 years? Uh, living in Corpstown and probably helping Marshiri with the pack. So what's your role in the pack then? If you're helping Marshiri, where do the males fit in? How does that work? Uh, do you have a dad? Where's your dad? I've never seen your dad. Oh, um, he's he doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, I don't actually... That's 
that's cool. That's fine. So I think he would know who his biological dad is, but he doesn't care. Like it doesn't because it's a matriarchal society. Yeah, it doesn't matter who yeah. his dad is. He's yeah. just another member of Mamomins, who which is their mom's name. Right. Pack. So you would just like help the pack, and then maybe sire some cubs. Yeah. I well. I, is that what they're called? Is that cubs? What I don't want to be rude. Oh wait. No baby or hyena babies are kits. That doesn't seem right. What are they? Doesn't matter. You can make it up for. Well, no, I want to Google because I want to know. Well, can't you make it up for? No- Just make it up. It's all made up anyway. You're, I'm talking to a hyena person. You can make it. It could be a baby. Isn't like a group of something called a strange one animal it's called like a strange? They're called cubs. Okay. Oh my god! Did you know that spotted hyena cubs are born all with all black fur? so cute they're so cute all right this has this is not in play i am not asking omen this question i want mm-hmm. to be very clear okay. this is a dm question and it is completely inappropriate and you are going to be mad at me <laughs> i know i know i already know what the question is going so to then be. answer uh, no i'm not going to answer but do, are they all born with visible phallic like things i there's a word for it that is escaping me but you know like Yes. Protruding. So if you bits. don't already know way too much about hyena biology, um, hyenas all have all of them. pseudo penises. Yes. Um, to the point that for a long time, like people studying hyenas thought that all hyenas were male. You can tell a male and a female apart by the tip of this mm. pseudo penis. Like also, that's that's how specific and very similar they are. Also because I think you can only I think you can tell after a female has given birth because it's torn. Yeah. Which is horrifying. Yes. Um, yes it is. I am not going to answer this Aww. question. Just, Diana's genuinely curious how gnolls how similar gnolls are to hyenas. But fine, so that is a Diana question. So we've also established that some gnolls look more like wild dogs. Yes. Um, and some gnolls look a little bit like jackals as well. That's true. We have established that. But I'm not going, no. I mean, I don't, here's also, the thing. I would be disappointed in you if you did answer. I do feel like I'm cheating a lot with that because hyenas are more closely related to like cats than dogs. But I don't care because this is fantasy. Exactly. This is not your... AP bio class in high school. There you go. Boom. This is fantasy world. We get to make it up. Besides, these are canine-like people. Yeah. So I feel like we get to make up whatever we want. I'm gonna make it all up. Anyway, where were we? What was important happening? I I asked. Oh, yeah. So are you gonna just, like, sire cubs and then help with yeah, Well, the yeah. I mean, I have responsibilities community. with the pack. I have to, you know, help provide food for the pack and help do, you know, everything for the pack. He so, doesn't have to do everything. Well, he has no, to but, help with yeah, everything. Yeah, but you, you participate in it. So, like, do you... Does the matriarch pick your partner? Do you pick your partner? Oh, no. I can pick my partner. Oh, okay. Yeah. The matriarch usually just, you know, decides what the pack is going to do and how it's going to spend its money and how it's going to, you know, function. It used to be a bigger deal before Segaranza. I could imagine. Like, You're, like, out... In the wild, doing wild things. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I think he actually gets kind of quiet and goes, yeah, and I guess um, I guess the gnolls that still live on the steps kind of probably still kind of live that way. Do you ever sometimes wish that you were living on the steps? He goes, no, no, those gnolls are insane. They're rabid. Why do you think they are? 
I think he looks very quickly at that statuette Mm -hmm. and then looks back at you and goes, I don't. How are you feeling? Oh, you're avoiding this question. I'm not going to press it, but I'm totally going to ask somebody else about it. I'm fine. (laughs) The sound sale? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He He goes, no, no, you shouldn't. I don't know. It probably wouldn't upset my mom. She actually might be happy to tell you. Marcia might get upset, though. Don't. You shouldn't bring it up. Okay, well, now I feel bad for teasing you about it, so okay, I won't. I'm just genuinely curious. I don't know very much about Knowles, and you're like the first, you are the first one I have ever met, and you're nice, and you're a friend of mine. I'm going to just pump you for information, so I'm sorry that I'm being a little intrusive. I'm just super duper curious about all of this, because I don't know anything about it. You hear the front door open. Okay. You hear some people walking through the house. And I think Omen gets up when the door opens, uh, and he goes, I'll, I'll be right back. And he, uh, I think he gathers up all the coffee stuff, and he, he leaves. Um, and you hear him talking to the people in the hall, and you hear him, like, go off. And then Marshiri, their mom, uh, whose name, not that you ever asked, is Hamna Mamomin. Okay. Um, Hamna Mamomin comes in. Followed by... I mean, I just call her mom. That's what they call her. You call can, her, like, Omin's yeah. mom. Yeah. Followed by this young Noel, who, when I say young, I mean, like, I don't think you realized... I th- I don't think you were able to realize how young this Noel was. He is obviously much younger than Omin. Like, child? Not child, but, Early like, teens? Early teens. Like, oh. he's, like, 14, 15. That's upsetting. Like, uh, by human standards. Yeah. He's very nervous, and he feels like he is exuding awkwardness yeah. to see you. Right. Um, and he is followed by another old woman who comes in, and she is dressed kind of similarly to Mamomin, uh, but I think she's, like, bigger, like, in every way. She's okay. a little taller. She's a little bit rounder. She's a little bit, like, more uh, endomorphic. Mm-hmm. Um, and is there just, like, an aura of bigness around her as well? Like, more importance yeah. kind of deal? Maybe I would not say more no, important. Not more important. But, like, just a but prominent. Maybe thinks she's more important. Okay. I can see that. And I think she has, like, pointier ears, like, jackal-style pointier mm-hmm. ears. Uh, and her fur is a little bit more golden. But she also, like, similar to how Mamomin has the bad eye scar, mm-hmm. I think she has a bad scar on, like, her lower lip that exposes one of her teeth. Okay. Like, one of her, like, canines kind of point, like, sticks yeah. out. And she walks in, and she's the last one to enter the room. At that point, I stand up, because I hadn't stood up yet. So I kind of stand up and, like, because I realize that, like, now this is kind of, like, a real deal and it's kind of important. Mm-hmm. So I, like, stand up and kind of, like, smooth my hand down my clothes, make myself try to look a little presentable. Okay. I maybe wince a little when I stand. Hamna Mamomin gestures to you and she goes, This is Consesau. Consesau, this is Ebovin and uh, our fellow matriarch, Mithna Jamiri. Um, and I think Ebovin kind of like nods like really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mithna Jamiri kind of like turns her head up to kind of like get a better look at you. Mm-hmm. I turn to Abavin and I go, "Hey, are you okay? How are you doing?" He goes, "I'm, I'm okay. Um, thank you, thank you so much." Oh, please! Um, I love a fight. As long as you're fine, I'm cool. He, uh, I think he smiles a little bit. And he goes, um, "I, I really appreciate 
what you did. Um, thank you. Thanks. Sal's heart is like breaking because she wants him to be less awkward. <laughs> I feel like she doesn't know how to do it because I have a feeling or Sal has a feeling that he's just going to be like, but thank you. But like, really, thank you. And it's just always going to be awkward. Really, it's fine. I just enjoy fighting. Myth Najmiri kind of, I think she like lets out this like deep breath, like she's been holding in her breath for mm-hmm. a long time. And she goes, our pack owes you many things. We owe you a great thanks for saving Abavin from those monsters in the city. We owe you our thanks, and we owe you a boon. Whatever you may ask, we certainly owe you that. And I think she turns to Hamna Mamomin, and she goes, uh, And we also owe her perhaps some anger? She says, uh, as if this is as if she's reigniting an argument that the two of them have been having. Okay. Um, and Mamaman, like, I think raises her hand up and Jamiri kind of I think she like looks down at the floor and she goes, But we can deal with that later. In the meantime, I I do thank you for bringing my Abavin back to me. Sure. No, Problem. Now Sal is feeling very awkward. Why don't you roll to defy danger with uh, charisma? God damn it, defy danger? I saved someone. <laughs> All right, well, that's not great. But there's a charisma, so it's a seven. I pass. I rolled a five. Yeah. But my charisma's a plus two, so I, I have a seven. I think with a seven, Jamiri looks you over. Um, I think as you stand up, you realize now that you've been, like, bandaged and um, your clothes have been, like, obviously someone, like, took off your clothes to bandage you and then, like, put them back on. Mm -hmm. You're fully dressed and everything, but, um, like, you're still kind of a tussled mess. Your hair is probably a big mess. I look worse for wear. Yeah. Hamna, I think at this point, realizes this and says, um, we should let sound get dressed and get ready and then we should um have lunch together um food and jamiri nods and they all agree and um i think mamomin like leads abovin and jamiri out of the room Mm -hmm. uh leaving you with marshiri and i think marshiri as they like walk out and uh mamomin closes the door behind her marshiri just has like this big I think she has a big grin, like this big toothy grin on mm-hmm. her face. Um, and she, uh, I think she goes, you're in trouble. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew I was in trouble. Why am I in trouble? What happened? She starts like packing up your bedding and stuff and like getting, like trying to like pack that all up and like tidy the area. And she goes, um, don't worry. Jamiri is really thankful that, you know, you saved Abavin. She's also mad at me though. Why? Uh, so her and the other, one of the other matriarchs kind of think this is all your fault. <laughs> oh, okay. Why? Um, she goes, well, she's also mad at Omen and my mom, of course, for causing trouble and bringing you here and all that. So oh. it's just going to be kind of a thing for a little bit. Oh, I see how it's my fault now. <laughs> I see. But... I wouldn't worry about that. Jamiri, or actually, she says Moth, Mithna Jamiri. Okay. Full name. Because Mithna Jamiri has a bark, but 
I haven't seen her bite anybody in a long time. Oh, you're not helping. You're doing this on purpose, aren't you? I think she laughs. I think we giggle together. And uh, she tightens up the bed and she kind of like, I think like just pushes everything like off to the side. Right. And she goes, uh, I think she like shows you where the washroom is and uh, helps you get. I don't, Marsheri, I don't have anything to change into. This was it. I guess your clothes probably did get damaged in the fight. Yeah. You didn't take a lot of piercing damage, so I don't think they're too bad. She goes, you're fine in those, but uh, there's, like, some of your hair is matted with blood. And you should, we tried to wash it, but um, okay, probably. All right. You could have told me this, like, way <laughs> before, like, an important person was... Co- I was having a whole conversation with Omin. I am so mad at him right now <laughs> for not telling me that I look nuts. She shrugs and she's like, sorry. All right. I, I start cleaning myself up. And I think you do that. Do... I have to roll Defy Danger. No. Um, <laughs> we could do another scene, but I think we might want to end there. We have to end a little early today. We do have to end a little early today. But I think that's actually a really good spot to end because I feel like the next couple scenes are going to be intense. Yeah. When we get back, we'll have uh, dinner with or lunch with the Knowles and <laughs> see what comes of that. Sorry that this episode's a little short. We started a little later and forgot that we had an appointment uh, later on. So we wanted to get as much in as we could. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sticking with us. We really appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed this episode. I got to be a lot of characters. You did. I got to be Knowles, and I love Knowles. And I do like hanging out with Omen and Marshiri and their mom. And, you know, dreams are always fun for me because I, like... You know, they rattle around in my head. And I didn't write this one down, so I'm, like, constantly trying to remember it. Yeah. Um, so I think this is going to be fun. I feel like you missed a detail. And I'm not sure I'm if sure you I actually did. missed it or if you just haven't voiced that specific detail. Oh. Oh, I am sure it has not occurred to me at all. Okay. I'm sure I'm going to derail this lunch that you have planned. I am <laughs> going to ruin everything. I'm good at that. No, that's fine. So thank you all for joining us. Uh, We really appreciate having you. Mm, We love doing this. Yeah. Thank you to Zach B., our editor, without whom this couldn't get made. Thank you to In Love... I didn't mean to throw you off. I just want to give him some props, and you always give him the props, and I feel like I don't give him the props. Okay. So you get a woot woot. (laughs) Thank you to In Love with Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Numi's Place off the album Healing. I think vinyls for that are still available, so uh, you should check that out. Do it. If you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I haven't seen any new reviews, but I also don't know how to work iTunes. Um, We have more ratings than three, but I can only see the same three reviews. I have no idea how iTunes works. Um, So maybe Zach B., like like work on that for us please but also you all should go on there and work on it just like overwhelm the system yeah please go and and definitely leave a rating please leave reviews five star reviews are really helpful they help people to find us um so if you like the show please just take a second and and drop by and do that but also if you do that maybe he'll see different stuff yeah so just like overwhelm the system with it you should just break itunes just like break it with how much you like this podcast uh you can also really help us out by recommending us to your fellow rpg loving friends or your friends who don't like rpgs but like fantasy or your friends who just like to hear two nerds talk to each other for hours on end or love or love if you know friends who like love like we're in love but also sound is like apparently breaking hearts and taking names everywhere Mm -hmm. she goes yeah so just like you know love 
So when I introduced the Goliath last session, I did not expect her, for him to become a possible love interest. Even return almost. Yes. Um, but now he might not he have has, to. Here's like, the thing: he doesn't whole, have to. I know, but now I I, I did take some like personality notes like yes. very brief personality notes like oh okay so i guess this is who this character is now yes. just in case diana decides to date him yes uh, yes you can follow us on twitter at uh, heartpointspod uh, you can also find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash heartpointspod uh, like us uh, there um, we want to hear from you just in all forms we want to hear from you if you tweet about us, we would love to see it. You can tag us or hashtag HeartPointsPod, and we will mention you on the show. Like, at ElementalD6, who said uh, they... Oh, darn it. What did they say? I think they said we were a joy. Yeah, well, they, they thought we were cute, yeah. which is nice. Thanks. Uh, the, at the Great King really liked our episode titles, which I was very thankful for because... We I, always I we think we think long and hard about our episode titles. So uh, thank at you. Neon Shutter recommended us, and uh, at Blink CA, oh, what did Blink say? Blink said they supported something about you that I, oh <gasps> they supported my love interest. Yeah. Thank you so much. I have to fight for them all the time. Y'all need to stop supporting her and no. her billowy pants and her love interests no. and all this other billowy pants. Yeah. I love it. Listen, I love it. Unfortunately, the billowy pants are probably going to be gone. I'm pretty sure I'm already not wearing them. Um, but no, I do I have a billowy trench coat. You do have a billowy trench coat now. So the billowy stays. Forever. Forever billowy. Hashtag forever billowy. Before we leave, um, did you notice that you didn't have something this whole episode? Yeah. You never mentioned my rapier. Yeah. Yeah. So, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. We hope to see you next week. And yeah. in the meantime, we really need a different call. Because why Why? Why don't I have my rapier? Have a very nice day. But, like, why don't I have my rapier? But, like, a really nice day. But also, why don't I have my rapier?